Welcome to Soul Rising. We're your hosts, Amy and Erin. We're two everyday mediums who are passionate about taking the woo-woo out of spirituality and bringing it down to earth. So put the kettle on, grab a chair, and join us. Hi, everyone. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy first week back to work and all those things. I was going to say school, but not here in Ontario. Um, no. <laughs> well, kind of. Uh, virtual learning is happening once again in our household. So that's fun. Did, did they say when we're going to you're going to be going back to school? Um, like they said uh, at minimum the 17th of January. So I, I don't think they'll put the kids back in on the 17th. I think they're. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I think we'll be a yeah, bit, yeah. but uh, that's okay. Been here before. We'll get through it. Um, but yeah, that's what's going on in my life. <laughs> How are you doing? How's was your New Year's and Christmas? Oh yeah, it was good. It was good. Um, didn't do a whole lot. Um, yeah, I was supposed to go down and see my folks uh, on the holidays, um, but that didn't <laughs> didn't happen. Yeah. So like Christmas got like moved around quite a bit yeah um I did end up going to see them so that was nice like afterwards um just to make sure everybody was was okay did some yeah. rapid tests and <laughs> yeah be extra safe um but it was good Alex and I went to our tiny home we rented like a little tiny home which was really nice we actually brought Ted with us oh wow that's really cool that yeah. it was animal friendly yeah yeah, yeah right yeah um because did he enjoy we it? We brought him with us to my parents, and then we went to the tiny home afterwards. He As loved it. He, he loved, loved it because he could climb everywhere. The one, yeah, because I saw you. You posted a picture, and it was like a staircase. Yeah, staircase it looked, going it was up really to like cute. the loft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. It was cute. It was small. Yeah, that's tiny. <laughs> I know. I always like wonder how people live in a tiny home. Like, I think if I was like a single person. I'd be completely cool with living in a tiny home because really, like, yeah. you don't need a ton of space. But some home. people are like have families and stuff. I'm like, I don't know how you live in a family home. But I guess it's just like minimal. You'd have to be a minimalist. You have, have to, really, to be. Yeah, downsized. You have to yeah. be. Yeah. 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 That really no, I cool. Know. My, I, uh, yeah, my heart goes out to families who have to rent and yeah. live in apartments. And kind of this, that is not easy, especially with lockdowns and everything that's going on with COVID. So yeah. <sighs> yeah. 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 No, yeah. We, like this is this, we have a townhouse, but before this, um, we lived in an apartment and before that a condo. So we, we did have kids in an apartment, but certainly not during lockdown, but even not, not in lockdown, so. it, it can be overwhelming having it's, kids in an apartment. Um, yeah. 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 But, um, yeah, it's just yeah. it's just the way it is for lots of us, and um, yeah. But I, it went. I mean, it was like New Year's was great. New Year's was okay. Ahead. Like it was good. It was quiet, which was nice. And um, yeah, Ted was great. I'm just happy because that means we can bring him places. Ted is my cat, by the way. Yes, <laughs> yes. Ted is her cat. Uh, well, sometimes uh, we have like. Well, I don't know if Ted's ever come on to the show. Um, no, I <laughs> have my door closed. But. Okay. Yeah, I haven't, I sometimes my, I have two cats, one of them is Sunny, and he's the one that's normally around me when I'm doing readings and stuff, but I've posted about him on our Instagram page. He showed up a few times, um, not live during a recording, but certainly uh, in the after, when we're working afterwards, for sure. 
cute. So yeah, that's... How, was, how was your New Year's? And, and... <laughs> it was kind of quiet. We didn't really do much. We got out um, New Year's, or sorry, New Year's Eve, yeah, and we went uh, outside. We went for a walk outside in the woods and all that stuff, which was nice. And um, I don't know, the key for like my sanity <laughs> all year, but especially during the winter. I love the winter. I am one of those people that absolutely love the winter. And I think it's because I've learned to uh, like really embrace what the winter offers. So um, mm-hmm. as, as long as I get outside, I'm okay. I don't mind the cold temperatures. So I'm just like right now, I'll be honest, I feel like this week I've been on the struggle bus. Um, and um, I think partly it's a bit of the energy and I can talk about that a little bit more. I talked about it in my stories yesterday, if you're following me on Instagram, um, about my love of Gene Keys and how that like affects this week's energy. That's a story. I don't know if we can get into it or not. But um, yeah, the energy is a little bit, a lot this week. And then we've got all these uh, ups and downs and challenges in terms of what's going on. So I've been on the struggle bus, but um, I know that it's it's helpful for me to tell people that because... A lot of people are also feeling the same way. I'm just trying to get back in the swing of things and managing you're not, you're not work. Alone. Yeah, managing work and three kids yeah. doing virtual school and Ugh. all the yeah. things. Um, it's a lot, but like I know that we'll get through it. We've done it before. Yeah. Yeah, we're just tired of it. That's that's the difference. At the beginning, it was like we were still running on like a little bit of adrenaline. And we also feel like had a little bit of a light at the end of the tunnel in some way. But now it just feels like, uh, like when, right? I feel like the COVID fatigue is is major right now with most of us. Um, But we brought that up last week in the New Year's episode. About yeah, some we, of the we, guidance. We just say January was going to be a bit. Yeah. Tough. And even yeah. like the, the focus on the need to like just kind of retreat and respite yeah. and rest for 2022. Yeah. And yesterday um, when I made some content on Instagram, also the same kind of thing came through about like some top priorities. And I can share them. Um, top priorities that came through for me yesterday for this year was um, like boundaries mm. and how it's actually like the ultimate um expression of love to have boundaries even though we think it's going to like be painful but it's it's how it's a gift like you're it's actually loving to set boundaries with other people (laughs) Aaron's gonna sneeze (laughs) Aaron's gonna sneeze um I'm sorry it was sharing that's okay no it's okay if you saw that on YouTube I you know when you're like about to sneeze and you're like, I'm gonna hold it in, I'm gonna hold it in, but like you just can't. Yeah, I get, but you held it in. I, I did. It's gonna come back. It went all the way back down. You can actually see it in my face. It? <laughs> it like traveled back down. Um, yeah, yeah just hard. just about boundaries and how it's actually you know an act of love for yourself, but also yeah. for other people. Um, because so often we like. Um, we don't set boundaries because we're trying to be nice. And then we like kind of can get resentful or feel taken advantage of sometimes by other people. And it's really because we never told them that we're not happy with what they're doing or we don't like something. We never never set the boundaries. So it's kind of unfair, right? So from that lens, you can see how it's an act of love. Yep, exactly. For both of you. That was one thing that came through. And like rest was a big one just about like rest. And I don't just mean sleeping just rest in general no but like yeah taking breaks yeah right yeah yeah my do you have a 2022 word 
for the year? Oh, is that something that you, you know, do? Usually I do. I don't this year. Um, Maybe it'll come to I, you. I, it'll come to me. I've been giving everybody else words and phrases, <laughs> phrases for 2022. In just readings? my own readings, but yeah. I, have to, I think I have to ask, you know, what's, what's something that I could take? Yeah. I like having words for the year. And like, Me too. What? I changed from doing like any sort of res resolution and I just have a word. Um, something that I shared yesterday is like kind of like my umbrella like goal mm -hmm. is and not just for 2022, but like to start implementing it in 2022 is, you know, rather than basing um, my idea of like having a successful day, week, month, year um, on what I got done. It's going yeah. to be how I felt, mm, which yeah. totally changes things. So at the end of the night, when I lay my head down to go to bed, um, if, if you think about like success in terms of like how you're feeling, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. rather than what you did or didn't do, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think it would be um, kind of like life changing. <laughs> I, I, I think so too. Yeah. Right? We, we live in such a fast paced society where yeah. it's, it's very, it's all about productivity and what can you, what did you do? You know, how much did you do today? And yep. it uh, doesn't, doesn't work. It doesn't. It's not know. how we're made. We're not made to be like that. Like, not machines. We, no, we are, human beings are like, we're animals, right? Like we're sophisticated mm -hmm. animals, but we are yeah. animals. Sophisticated. We're sophisticated. Um, well, in some cool. ways, in some ways, no, I don't know no, what the kidding. animal kingdom would think about that. They'd be like, okay. Um. Sometimes I think Ted looks at me like I'm an idiot. He's so like, I'm going to put sophisticated in air Yeah, exactly. But like we are. And if we take hints from what like every other mammal is doing. Yeah. They're not hustling. Oh, <laughs> right? We're looking at you like, geez, take a chill pill. Take yeah. a rest, right? Like rest. lay in the take sun like me, right? So, <laughs> yeah. and I, somebody told me yesterday, like literally, this is the, if you ever are like looking for business coaching or anything like that, I have somebody I would highly recommend. Um, I'll just, I'm not going to give her a shout out, but just the business coach that I have. So one thing she said to me yesterday, which struck me. Um, this is the kind of business coach you want. She's not promote, promoting the hustle at all. It's, you know, if for you today, laying in the sun on your couch, um, being open to downloads and like create creative kind of flow or like what comes through, that's work for you today. And I'm like, heck yes, it is. Thank you. It is work. Preach. Yeah. Preach, right? I'm like, you are amazing. Like, more people need to hear that message. Um, it's true. Because we're all like, everybody that's in this course are like working to build their own business. We already have businesses. We're trying to scale it and somehow. And mm -hmm. like, to hear messages like that, mm -hmm. it's like, mm -hmm. yes, please. Like, Ugh. you know, like, yeah. take a Monday. Like, when you run your own business, you can set your own hours. So like, you could take a Monday off and be like, this is my day when I rest and I read and I learn and I see what comes through. Absolutely. And I think that like when you allow yourself to do that, mm. you actually become way more productive. I was just going to say. You do. Because then the rest of the week, Absolutely. the other four days, you're Absolutely. like, I'm on fire because you gave yourself that. Okay. We're like blocking creative flow by mm -hmm. hustling. Mm-hmm. I've learned that when, for example, when it's quieter with readings, 
Like I'm not getting as many bookings mm-hmm. as maybe I, I would normally. We talked about this. I've learned, yeah, that that's that's the universe. Yeah, saying it's because you need a break, Aaron. Yeah, and, I, and it, it's true every time. It's proven every time. Same, same. It's like either we're like super busy, booked months out, or yeah. it's like I haven't had any. Like I only have one reading this week. What about you? And she'll be like, same. And yeah. rather than internalize that and go like maybe there's something like wrong with us. It's like, no, like, it's fine. Like, we just need a break. And often something comes up that week, too, in which I need to be available for. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So it's just about trusting. I think this really leads into what we were going to talk about today. I think so, too. Oh, did we want to pull a card? Yeah, you start with the card. We're going to do our card pull at the beginning of this episode um, rather than the end because we are going to um, do the draw. Da, 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 da. Um, the draw for the free reading for next week. I'm so excited. I'm, I'm so, so excited, excited about it, guys. So excited. Okay, I'm just going to see if they can fall. Let's see. <sighs> Six of Swords. I love this that we got this card, actually. <laughs> this for me... Six of Swords. I'm using the Mother Peace Tarot card. Um, which oh hey, there's two. Oh wow, interesting. Look. Okay. They were stuck together. Okay, what else so came? we'll go into that one first. Okay. So the Six of Swords is all about um, walking away from the BS. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, walking away from things that no longer work for you. This I feel like ties into rest. Yes. As, oh, hundred percent. And know, boundaries. And boundaries. Right. Yep. Exactly. Everything. That going we against the hustle. About. Yep. Yeah. Going, go with, you know, go with the motion of the ocean. Just go with how you feel. And then the priestess of wands. I love when I get the priestess of wands. I love, first of all, I love the priestess of wands in this deck because it's like, she's all in, she's powerful. She's powerful. Look at her. Look at her, her stance. Lion, she's right? like leading the, is that a lion or? Yeah. Yeah. She's like leading him. Or her. Yeah, she's her. leading. Yeah. 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 And there's the, the rainbow. This is just reminding me that there's always the light at the end of the tunnel. There's the rainbow after the storm. The chameleon for me is all about adaptability. So I feel like, you know, this week might be calling for us to be adaptable in certain ways. Adapt to, to, to the change. Um, but know that that priestess of wands is within you, that power. Yep. It's a bit like the strength card, kind of yeah. similar. Yeah, yeah. you go yeah. against like leaning on your inner reserve. I think so. Yeah, I think so. so wands is all to do with uh, like the fire, right? Fire energy, the element fire, <laughs> and so fire is all about like what we're passionate about, and yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, so for me, I felt drawn to use the dragon oracle. Um, I've been feeling the dragon energy lately. Um, I need that in my, uh, repertoire oracle cards. You do need this one. Yeah. I I added this one in last year because I was wanting to, like, I don't know. I've never been like into dragons or anything like that. And then, um, story time. (laughs) Last year, as you guys know, I published a chapter in a book and, um, I, intuitively kind of like it downloaded the chapter like I and it, it just like came in I wrote it down and that was it there was like no deciding I remember because I remember you messaged me and you were like 
air and it just poured out. I think I did all of it. <laughs> yeah, I wrote the whole chapter in one sitting. Yep. You know, like 4,000 words just like, it just came out. That was me like channeling, downloading 100%. Um, and then... Uh, the name kind of just popped in and I didn't like toy with it or I wasn't indecisive. I was like, that's what it was. Um, and I called it running towards the dragon. So the dragon is like my inner turmoil. Like um, I named my anxiety and my experience with anxiety, the dragon. I've given it a persona. And um, it's not like I'm scared of the dragon because um, I'm running towards the dragon. So I've like learned to embrace all of that as part of me and learn to like take my power back. But after I did that, a friend of mine who's like super into like mythology and psychology said, Amy, do you realize like what an archetype the dragon is? Like it is about facing your inner demon and like rising above. Like that's like, I'm getting goosebumps as I talk. It, that's exactly what it's about. So you're like channeling that collective archetype for us all so once I started learning that and now I see dragons like a lot it's Ever become heard. a spirit yeah. sign for me so when I saw this deck I'm like I need it because I need to invite the dragons into my life more and even the other day I don't know if you saw my story or not I got this new book and in the front um like cover of the book there's a, a like a sketch is this the person that looked like you yes did you yeah, see that? Did you think that looked like, me? like you? Yeah. It was so I opened the book and I was like, what the heck? Go check out Amy's Instagram and see. I don't think it's story? in my stories anymore, but I'll put them up again and I'm gonna like tag the author in it because I think it's yeah. so interesting. The author doesn't look like me. So this sketch inside the cover of the book is a sketch of the author. Okay. But I don't think she actually, like I've showed it to a few people, like probably like 50 people responded to that story and was like, oh my God, that looks just like you. It does. And then a friend of mine, I showed her the author and she goes, okay, yeah, no, that's a picture of you and like not the author. It looks so much like me. And she's holding this like, um, almost like she's wrangling. Um, it's a, it's, it's a monster, but like I, when I first looked at it, I kind of was like, I think this is like a dragon. I think it's a little yeah. bit more of like a monster, but regardless, the, the symbolism of her like kind of owning that because for mm -hmm. her, I haven't got through the book, but for her, that like is her owning that monster, right? In, in her, That's right? And I was like, this is really strange because that looks just like me. Yeah. And she's like, you know, honing her dragon. Like, that's crazy. So anyways, <laughs> lots of symbolism and stuff going on this week for me and, and in the last year with dragons. That's why I got this deck. So the card that comes up for us is the golden orange dragon. And so what comes out about what comes out about this is essentially that we are on our ascension path. Now, this is interesting because a few I know I'm a rambler, but a few minutes ago, I talked about the energy of this week and how like it kind of relates to the gene keys. Yes. Yeah. So okay, the, okay. So the current yeah, just really quickly, the current gene T that's in transit is 54. OK, yeah. so they like correspond to different like um, like five day um, chunks all throughout the whole year. So depending on what your birthday is and your birth time, you'll get like your uh, like your life's work number minus 54 because my birthday is this week and so I will be experiencing this energy uh, throughout my life like mm -hmm. as a, a cycle and a lesson but collectively we all experience this energy 
um, especially during this transit, because this is when it is, right? From the 5th to the 10th. Um, and the 54 is the achiever. And mm. it's and it's its gift is ascension. Yeah. Right. And so it's like this this pull and this nudge to like be an achiever and to do all the things. But this shadowy part of it is like fear failure. Like, mm. am I good enough? Can I do this? I don't know. Mm. But then having yeah. it's like this inner back and forth tug of war between the achiever who wants to ascend. And the human ego was like, I can't do this. I'm not good enough, right? So the energy collectively, we're all kind of feeling that this week in some way. And just for me, I'm feeling that like off and on (laughs) every day, all day for the rest of my life. Um, yeah. yeah. (laughs) So it's funny that this is an ascension card. And this week, the gift of the transit 54 gene key is ascension. That's cool. So you can't make that up. That's why I shared no, that story. That's, I love that that came through. That's amazing. So we're on our ascension path, right? So we are all kind of rising, kind of waking up a little bit. You're seeing this collectively. Yeah. People are like, things are changing. All the guidance that Aaron and I have been bringing through recently about boundaries and rest and, um, you know, kind of really listening to yourself. That's that is ascending like that is the path to ascension. So we're all going through that. We might be feeling that a lot might be feeling this tug of war this week between all these big lofty goals and dreams. But then like, oh, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I can yeah. do it. Right. Yeah. Um, so it says drawing this card suggested is a time for a push forward on your ascension path. Mm. And you're going to laugh because of what we're talking about today. Do you need to meditate more? Do you need to examine or release your old stuff? Or embrace that you truly are, who you truly are, and recognize your magnificence. Wow. So this is saying that the, you know, the dragon, the the energy, the higher frequencies um, will come in and help us. We just have to ask for the help. Another message with asking for help, right? Like, it's just, it's just crazy. Um, So I feel like this, a big time for the week, but I honestly feel like this is a, a collective thing for us anyways yeah Yeah. for like longer crazy wow and definitely ties in with what we're what we wanted to talk about today that's yeah yeah Yeah. do you want to start what are we going to talk about today erin we are going to talk about intuitive development yeah um because that has been a question or amy you were saying too that that's been coming up a little bit for you as well yep from, from folks wanting to know how to like tap into that, how to dive into that a little bit more and awaken. People are asking, um, yeah. people are, um, Ascend. yeah, the things that I'm channeling and some of the things that I do, especially the higher self series that I do. It's a lot about this as well. Um, you know, connecting to your higher self is connecting to your intuitive knowing. Um, so it's like globally, collectively, we're all Mm-hmm. becoming more aware that this is something that maybe we should do more of um, and that we need to. Um, yeah. So I just feel like it's a, it's something that uh, we all need to spend some more time on, especially if we're called to it. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. And I, I feel like all of our viewers would say that they are because that's why they're here and they're listening. Yeah. Yeah. You're open to this in some yeah. form. Yeah. So you've already done step one. <laughs> You've already done step one. What's step one? 
we were talking about like how to maybe we can sort of break it into steps just to break it down yeah um to try to like sort of understand it maybe if that's helpful Mm -hmm. um but step one was opening up right um that's two no what was step one um like intention deciding commitment intention deciding commitment sorry that's okay no that's okay Step one is deciding that this is the path you want to go down, that you're interested in it, that you want to dive deeper, that you want to go down that rabbit hole. Yeah, like just setting the intent. Because I like setting I've said it a lot. I think Aaron said it a lot. This word is this. This work is a lot to do with intention. You set the intention yeah. of what you want to do, mm-hmm. of how you want to connect, of who you mm-hmm. want to connect with, um, and yeah. that's how it works. Um, And that's also like, it's an intention, but it's also, for me, as as I'm saying that it brings up um, feelings about boundaries, because for me, setting an intention also had me um, learn to set boundaries, right? Like when it comes to setting the intention to connect um, to the energy around me or like just to people that ask. So, you know, before when I was like open, because, like, people will often say, like, and I even went through this myself, too. Like, what am I opening myself up to? Like, I'm kind of scared and nervous about that. And I lived that as well. I don't know if you had that experience, but I was nervous about that, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and something that I learned um, myself through, like, just working through that fear and still choosing um, mm-hmm. this path was that some of us that are especially sensitive to spirit um, – already are open like I I was already open so it wasn't about um like that's how I knew spirit was with me because I was open right so it's it wasn't about um learning to open it was about setting boundaries with spirit so that I only Mm -hmm. open when I want to yeah 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 yeah. but that comes from like setting that's an intention yeah yeah that's true have you ever had this experience I've had this sometimes where I'm just talking to somebody and I get this like poke yeah. That I've got somebody like their loved one with me. Yeah. And I have to be like, listen, I can't just go back to them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't Teresa Caputo this and go up to random people and say, I have so-and-so for you. Did you lose this person? Yeah. No. But you know what? Yeah. I think she does that for the show. And I, I, oh, would, I would be really curious 100%. if she does that in her own life. I'm just, yeah, I'm just saying Teresa Caputo. Yeah, no, no, because people know that of her, right? Like, that's, Mm -hmm. like, people, that's what she does. She goes to people in the restaurants and stuff like that. Um, And I'm also wondering if, and this is such such a sidebar, that if, like, the the people going into that grocery store know that there's going to be something filming. There's, like, maybe a medium walking around, just so you know. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, because something I've always, like, were, like, I would be, first of all, I don't think it's ethical to do that, so I wouldn't do it. Um. But I would be like, what if you approach the wrong person? Like, what if, because for me, like, I set the intention with the spirit world that, you know, I because I work on word of mouth, you do a lot too. It's like the universe sends us the people that we need. So we don't have to go out, like, selling ourselves to anybody. People find yeah. us. And yeah. by doing that, it gives, it, it lets me know that this person's open. Like, when they sign up for a reading and they book a reading, they're giving me permission to do what I'm doing and Mm -hmm. that means that there's a level of like openness and readiness yeah yeah you don't know somebody's openness or readiness so if you approach somebody in the grocery store and you're like I think I have your mother here 
you might get punched in the head. Like you don't know, right? Like that person could be, it could be totally against their beliefs. They could be deep in their grief. They could like not be open to that whatsoever. They could feel like you yeah. are um, ambushing them, right? Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. it's- Yeah, there could be different- Yes, yeah. you have yeah, no idea. Thing. So Maybe. it's it's really, Sometimes when I see how like mediumship is portrayed in uh, the media, I'm like, oh my God, because I'm thinking about people that are sensitive to energy and like develop and med developing mediums. And if they're seeing that, they think that, that that's like what they should that's, do. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I, and you have to, I've even had to, oh gosh, I've had to set boundaries to a spirit in the sense that, I, I one time this happened to me where I was giving a reading the next day and I felt the energy of their loved one like yeah just and I couldn't sleep because it was just like so I had like really hard a hard time like getting to sleep that night for mm -hmm. the reading the next day and I was like okay I have to I mean I, I'm like I, I feel tired but I'm okay like mm -hmm. we'll we'll get through this and I think it's because of this energy that's here and I've had to even be like guys you can't come to me like at this time I am, yeah. I work from this time to this time. Yeah. And that's when I even say in, in readings, like I'm opening the portal for the duration of this reading. And when the reading is done, the portal will close yep. along with all the energy. And that's just my way to be like, bye. <laughs> that's an intention, but also a boundary. Yeah. Right. Because mm -hmm. we exactly. have to have those because if we don't, and we're open to spirit all the time, it's very overwhelming. Very okay. overwhelming. So like we okay. talked about a couple of weeks ago, how like I only do readings in this chair. So in a sense, I've created like a little portal. I sit in this chair. Spirit's like, okay, she's in the chair. It's time to go. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. <laughs> um, it's true. I, I feel the exact same way with different spaces. Yeah. Because, yeah, because when I'm at this desk and I'm like, you know, maybe like not doing uh, like if I'm paying bills or something like that, although I don't do any of that at this computer, like I'm, I've been really strict oh, that's good. about yeah. what I do here um but yeah like I am if I'm sitting here it's essentially like I, I, more often than not I am just things just started coming in yeah right and, it, yeah. and it's not always like people's loved ones I mean if I was talking to somebody certainly maybe a loved one would pop in but for the most part it's just like guidance and like um it's like these really juicy like juicy nuggets I might call it I'm like yeah. Ooh, where did that come from like that's amazing yeah. I'm gonna write that down um yeah. Yeah. yeah things like that um like last year I'm thinking last year on January 1st I wrote down um, one of those little juicy nuggets and it was stay in the moment. That's where your power is. That's where your peace lies. And that like just popped into my mind and I was like, yeah, I feel that I'm going to write it down. But those are the kind of things that pop in when you're That's open really and cool. you've set the intention. Yeah. Yeah. When you set the intention that. This yeah. Is, yeah. So number one is really like I made the decision. I want to develop my intuition. I want to set the intention that this is what I want to do. I am, I'm, you can have some nerves. That's okay. Um, that's completely oh, yeah. okay. But if it's like, if you're terrified, it's probably a sign. It's not, you're not ready. You're fully you're ready. ready to yet. Um, yeah. But yeah. Um, if you keep being called towards something as Aaron and I both were in our mm -hmm. lives, and you guys probably have been the listeners because you're listening. Um, just making that decision tells the universe that you're ready. Yeah. That you're ready and that they're ready to step in it with you. 
this is, uh, I'm just, my eyes keep going to the other side. This is like a, a sticky note I wrote the other day. This is another juicy nugget that came in, okay? And it, it it's, it's reminding me of us talking about making the decision and setting the intention. So I wrote down, energetically, indecision keeps us in limbo. I don't know if you can see that. So what that's like in all ways. So if you're like, I don't know, like you're not walking through the door. So you're in limbo. So things aren't going to be as clear for you. No, no. Just it's like we talk make about the like decision. manifestation, right? Yeah. Like if you want to manifest that, that new car, great. It's not going to show up on what your What are you going to do about it to get it there? Day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, Maybe sometimes. Maybe, but probably history, not. But yeah. Probably not. Yeah. It's like, you know, like you the idea of like the winning the library, the, not the library. You can tell I love books. Winning the library. <laughs> um, <laughs> winning the lottery. You're not going to win. won the lottery, she would probably I would buy, buy a library. I would. I would. Um, you know, what's funny is in another life, I swear, like I, you know, like we talked about how I would like to, I went to school to be a psychologist, but something that was always in my mind too was like to be a librarian. Always, always. I would think I would love that so much. Um, no, but like if you want to win the lottery, you take the action to buy a lottery ticket. If you don't buy the lottery ticket, you ain't winning the you're lottery, not, right? Yeah. You, <laughs> you took the action. That's a really good yeah. example of manifest. Uh, it's like, kind of manifestation in the sense like I'm this is what I want it's a, I gotta it's a do step, something right? it's a it's step a, towards a step it yeah towards it yeah yeah exactly taking taking that that first leap and that's huge that's not always easy to do right so and I I think that's a great first step <laughs> you know just deciding it's a huge not step even just with intuition but with anything that you want to do for yourself in life taking that first step and don't rush it I mean certainly if you're like I, I'm a little, I can be a little impulsive, but I actually, I used to think that was a, um, a negative thing, but I've learned that the reason that I can be impulsive is because I do have such a connection to my, my inner knowing. And I feel like I always have. So yeah. when it comes in, it's like, yeah, like that's a good idea. It nine times out of 10, it is. So like, yeah. I don't, yeah. I can, I can act. Exactly. Right. Exactly. It's like, I was I kept thinking about school. Should I go back? And then yep. I kept looking at this autism course. And should I take this course? And and um, my friend took the the exact same course that I had been looking at. And, and <laughs> I was like, and she, we were talking about it together. And you know, I was like, okay, well, I think I think I have to do this. I, yeah. You know, it keeps it, it keeps, keeps showing up. Out. I keep thinking about it. <laughs> I keep looking at it. Yeah. Um, there's a reason. So, and yeah, I'm, I'm happy that I did that for myself. So, yeah. 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 So decide, yes, decide, sorry. decide. And then step two, what did, uh, step two, I said it earlier. Now I forgot. Opening. <laughs> Opening. Opening. This is the one where most people want the guidance, right? Cause they're like, okay, like I made the decision. Um, how do I open myself? How do up? I open myself? Yeah. And I was even trying to think back, um, how like how I opened you know myself up to to spirit mm -hmm. I think I've always been I don't want to say weird but <laughs> I think I've always been um a, a, a kid that's always been fascinated by things that uh, I can't explain and yep. has just been fascinated by magic in general yep you know I would say I the same for myself dress as a witch every year for Halloween yep. I was just couldn't get that costume off me um yep. So I think maybe that's that's part of it, you know, 
I don't know. Like maybe I was just, it just was there. Um, and then when my grandfather or when my mom was seeing a medium and my grandfather had passed away, all of these things were just like in my face, in my face. And I was a teenager and I did these readings for fun with friends because I was like, if she can do it, I can do it easy. Yeah. Because I didn't believe in it. I was like, everybody can do this. Like, what's what's the big thing? You know, you know I had that it. thing too because and Aaron and I were talking before we started recording and we, we wrote these things down and it's like we were reflecting back on our past and it's like I think we were always – sensitive therefore we were kind of always open anyways right and then it was really for us like a little bit the steps were reversed which is maybe why you started with opening up Um, and then it was really like just setting the intention okay are we gonna do this are we gonna do this right because we're already open to it um and and perhaps like people that are like just kind of naturally sensitive to spirit are that way but there are people that maybe are 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 not as i don't want to say are not as sensitive but like maybe they just haven't uh, put the pe- puzzle puzzle pieces together. Puzzle, puzzle pieces together. Maybe, or, right? Yeah, or figuring out, because I think everybody is so different, and I think a lot of this work is figuring out what works best for you. Yep. For some mediums, it is meditation. Yep. It's not you know, for but me. You, but exactly, but it's not for Amy, and that's okay. And <laughs> I used to judge myself okay. about it, and I used to, like, yeah. when I started doing this work, think, maybe I'm not as good of a medium because, and I also thought that meditation meant that you had no thoughts. And that is like, and a lot of people are surprised to learn that. Like if I put something out about that, they're like, really? You're not supposed to have any thoughts? I'm like, I think it's impossible to have no thoughts. No thoughts. Yeah. I well, really, really do. meditation tapes that are guided, right? Like imagine yes. this and like trying to get yes. your focus elsewhere. So. Yeah. And that certainly I, I would be something that I think Aaron and I were both, um, you know, uh, encourage you to do if you're, if you're kind of just getting into meditation and you want to do that because sitting down and just going, okay, that's going to be that that's that's a difficult process, right? Especially if you don't know what is supposed to happen. Like if you're like me and you're like, I'm just supposed to like get into the Zen place and have no thoughts. And then I never got into it. And then I'd be like, Oh, I can't meditate. I guess I can't do this work. Yeah. No, and that's, that's not true. Right. Exactly. It's just, and meditation can also look so differently. Like, bless, one of my um, uh, friends got me an adult coloring book. I've been using that. Like, I used to have one. I lost it. Um, But uh, I've since returned to it. And thank God I did, because that's meditation for me. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Because you're like, you're really, you're You're like, you're focusing on something else. You're focusing, but it's almost like a little bit like autopilot in a way um, so that you are allowing that like logical thinking, rational side to like be quiet. Yeah. Just out the door with you and you're just. Yeah. Yeah. We've talked about this in other uh, episodes where like meditation could be like getting in your car, blasting your music and going for a drive. If that's how you get out of your thinking brain, go for a walk, listen to music, a dance. Like some people, maybe they really like, they kind of get into Zen when they're cleaning. I've actually met people like this. I get into Zen when I'm cleaning. I do not, but I'm speaking for them. I wish I did. Um, (laughs) But it might be that. And it's just about realizing that there's no right or wrong way. Like we think of um, mediums. Like I think this is why Aaron and I are so like compelled to do like this kind of podcast and put ourselves out there. There's no like 
right or wrong way to be a medium. A medium doesn't look a certain way or no. behave a certain way, you know, like, because I've even had people like friends of mine say that when I started doing this work, they're like, I, it doesn't surprise me because the things that you've talked about are just like your general like way about you. I can totally see that you'd be somebody that would do that work. But like, you know, you you drink beer and you swear and you, um, <laughs> you know, you like listen to gangster rap and you're, like you're you, not all you dress in jogging pants. Like you're not right. Like you're yeah, not in the drumming life. circle. Like wh- what yeah. the hell? And it's like a medium doesn't have to look a certain way. No. Oh, my God, Amy. I once I had a reading. This was when I was first doing readings. Mm-hmm. Um. I booked myself a reading with this medium. I thought, okay, let's just see. You know, I just wanted a reading. See what happens. I found her. It's what happens. Yeah. And um, it was awful. It was terrible because, and I shouldn't have said anything to her, but what I, she's, you know, I ended up saying, well, I, you know, I'm just looking for some guidance because I do the same work you do and just sort of wondering what's coming through from spirit. And she goes, well, you need a shtick. Like, you need, you need a shtick, you know, like, what do you do? What's great about you? Like, you know, are you just, you should just focus on one thing. Just do what cards, you know, if you're going to do mediumship, just do mediumship. Like, you know, make, make sure you dress the part. I was like, what the heck? No. And then, and then this is such a big off topic, but, and then she goes, okay, so can you give me a bit of a reading? Like, I want to see what you tap into. I was like, <laughs> are you kidding me? I am paying you. <laughs> I'm like, oh, get my money back. The nerve. It was, it was, anyways, it was a terrible experience. If that ever happens to you, don't run away. <laughs> yes, and don't happens. allow that to taint your experience because that's not, because yeah. I'm, as you were saying that, I'm like, when you, she said dress the part and stuff, and I'm like, that's her own conditioning showing, right? Yes. That's, that's oh, her 100%. likely being taught or like either by example or actually, you know, I don't know, for Somebody whatever, else something. Whatever helped her along. Yeah. She, kind of adopted that role and thinks that that's the way it is yeah it and you know we have a lot of these mindsets that we're working against a lot of people are like i've heard people talk about like on different like mediumship development yeah. on pages and stuff forums um oh well, my family like were like long history of mediums um but mediums should like never charge for their work it's actually like inherently wrong and all this stuff and i'm like that's conditioning that's conditioning. Also, that's I, conditioning. Do we live in a society where we don't need money? <laughs> I'm sorry. Listen, if we, we lived pay. in a society where you could pay me with your smile, I would be happy to take it. Right. If your smiles yeah, exactly. paid my bills, happy to take your smile. Right? But this is just the energetic exchange. Money is energy. Money is energy. I mean, we've done energetic exchanges, right? Reading for a reading or something like that. Yes. Good. You know, definitely not out of the realm of, of possibility. Because we know that we're, what we're giving, what we're giving, we're getting back. Like, it's there's exactly. a back and forth. Here's how I know it's good and it's it's worth it is because, uh, bless her, she was amazing. I have a few tattoos. People don't know I have quite a few. <laughs> but um, she's done uh, some of my tattoos and there's one on my thigh and I told her about the work that I do. And she trusted me enough that said, you know, I, I'll, I'll give you a tattoo. You just give me a reading. Wow, amazing. Right? And you were okay with that? I was, oh, oh, she's yeah. given me tattoos before. I knew her, right? Yeah. We had been talking about this. She felt comfortable enough. And that was a huge compliment, I feel like, yes. for me of like, okay, that, this is. That she felt what she was giving 
was was equivalent to what she was receiving. Yes. Yeah. That. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Goosebumps. So, yeah. No, that's a that's a really beautiful compliment. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But um, but what keeps coming through, Amy, too, as we we go to number two, uh, which is uh, openness, <laughs> and, like, and we talk about meditation. I think it's just all about getting out of your own personal thoughts, getting out of that's your head is. with it. Yeah. It's just about taking a, a step back and not overthinking so much. Yep. This comes in with what we were t- sort of talking about repeatedly is just trusting what comes through. Just be confident in yourself and your abilities. Yeah, um, that's all it is. That's that's all it is. I always like to tell the story um, from another medium, Maureen, yep. sh- shout out, um, where she was sitting down with this woman and she was giving, you know, all these names. And at the end of it, she got this name, let's say John, for example. And the she Maureen was in her head was like, well, I'm not she doesn't resonate with any of these names. I am not giving her John. <laughs> like, you know, oh screw off spirit. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> the end of the reading, the woman was not happy, right? She said, Well that well, that kind of sucked. Maureen was like, I'm so sorry, like blah blah blah. I really wanted to connect with John, who was and she did you know my father. And so Maureen tells the story to me is like, always give it no matter what. And I always think that I always take it with me and say, right. That's why I always tell people, I will just, I'm just going to give it to you anyways. It might not make sense, but I'm just going to give it to you. That Um, happened yesterday for me. I did a reading for somebody and, um, the first thing that came through was, um, like I saw a bed and I said, he showed me like a hospital bed and, uh, so I don't know if like this is usually my symbol for somebody that would have, you know, passed in hospital or, or sometimes even at home if they have had a, a hospital bed. And then what I had written like over and over again, and I didn't say the word was hospice. And she said, yeah, I, I actually my main question here today is, was he upset that I. Um, you know, I brought him home because essentially when I, when I agreed to hospice care, I was, um, agreeing to, you know, stop the treatment, um, because he was suffering, but he couldn't tell me Mm. that. So I had to make the decision. And he, the first thing he brought through was hospice. Like I heard the words so clearly and I didn't say them. I was like, I see a hospital bed. So I don't know if he's saying like he would die in the hospital or at home. Right. And that's the main thing she wanted to hear. Yeah. was yeah. he was okay with me putting him into hospice hospice yeah, yeah. that's an example don't ever anything that comes out doesn't have to make sense for you no. because that's the first thing he gave me so there was like no context right more yeah. normally there's a little bit more of a lead up but it was just like boom and i was like oh and i've yeah i've done that before too where you're like uh i don't it's like playing charades with spirit it, it, is, it like, really is yes it is and sometimes they build the story. Like sometimes I can look back at my notes and I'm like, oh, it's like chapter one, chapter two. Like they're building a story. They're building upon it. Sometimes it's like boom, boom, boom. And it's like there's no context for us. But I find it's interesting because I've been I've been noticing kind of like a correlation when things come in kind of with like no context for me. And it feels very much like charades for me more often than not, like the person that I'm connecting to is somebody that connect can connect the dots, right? So as soon as I yeah. say, like they already, they, they, they're like, yeah. they know exactly, right? So they hear this and they hear this and this, and they don't need me to fill in with the context so that they're sure of what I'm, what spirit's saying. Like they know, 
Yeah. Um, yeah. So I and I honestly, I I'm just starting to realize that. So I wonder if that's just like a layer of spirit, like knowing that the sitter has that already and like they know that they're going to fit it together and you don't need a lot of context so it, it gives me the confidence to, to just go you know what i'm not getting context it doesn't it's, it's not a bad thing there's probably a reason for it so i'm just gonna yeah. give it right and the, and like they always get it so they always get it it's just yeah. me getting out of my head get out of your head try to get out of your head and that's i think that's why i feel like some maybe some mediums or intuitives are you know meditation because meditation is a good way to, to get out of your head. For some people, to, to get out of, out of your head. So to get we wrote, into the zone. Yeah, so we wrote down some other things. So for me, um, meditation isn't always my strongest thing. Um, although now, like, when I connect, so if I'm doing a reading, I sit here, I close my eyes for just, like, three seconds. I take, like, two or three deep breaths, and I just, this is the way that I set my intention to kind of, like, turn off my thinking brain and allow yeah. other to come yeah. in. Um, yeah. And so that's just become a practice now, so I don't have to go through the really big, long opening kind of ceremony. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like, but there's no if you do like that's fine like there's no whatever works for you but for me I had to do like more so when I was like like I said I feel like we're both were open anyways and it was just about learning to become confident and trust in what we were experiencing so when when I was practice practice is is what comes through for me as my main opening uh, Ooh, encouragement absolutely. and I needed actionable things to, to practice with so for me like cards okay so like as soon as I started to figure out that I could do this work I bought like three or four decks and I just started to use them every day mm -hmm. um and I would just try to uh interpret what was coming through from looking at the card and then I would then after I did that then I would look in the guidebook and I'd be like oh a lot of the same stuff came through, hmm, right? Kind of yeah, hid the yeah. guidebook from myself at first um, and just trusted that whatever was coming through when I looked at the card was actually what the card meant for me meant, in that yeah. moment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because cards are just uh, external validation of your intuition. Yeah. So when sure. we're pulling cards for you in a reading, we're, we're connected to your energy because you're there for a reading. So when we're pulling yeah. the cards, it's with your intuition your intuition choosing yeah. the cards essentially it's really you yeah it's, it's you it's, it's when we're when we're pulling for ourselves it's for us when we when we're pulling for like a collective message like we did earlier we're pulling for all of us like an umbrella like collective mm -hmm. message um yeah. yeah and so like it might not it might not resonate with every single person but collectively like i would say like the majority would in some yeah. way yeah exactly but this is just a really like tangible way for me and also it was action right so because I struggle with the uh, like the zen yeah, like yeah being yeah. quiet yeah. because yeah. I'm kind of more hyper right I so I, I need to like yeah. do yeah so this was a really good one for me that's that's awesome no I totally agree playing with cards um testing yourself like just seeing what comes yourself. through and then looking what else? I've, I've uh, meditated and then just like, or uh, briefly like meditated or tried to sometimes and just like would journal yes. things down that came through. I was going to, um, I was going to say, cause I wrote down evidence journal um, mm. as well. And that's something that I've like, I think that you're talking about too, like in terms of like what would come through when you're meditating. 
Yeah. But to take it a step further, I sometimes advise people to like write down those little random things that come in, whether it's like a spirit sign that you keep seeing or some sort of nudge that keeps coming, like something's like telling you to go back to school, right? Like it just keeps coming up or um, it can be a dream or like whatever it is where you go, hmm, like whatever makes Makes you stop. Yeah. Don't, you don't have to try and make sense of it in that moment. If it doesn't immediately make sense, leave it, but write it down. Write it all down because what will happen is like in a month or six months or a year, you're going to like reflect and look back and you're going to be like, that totally makes sense. All of this makes sense. And then you can use it as evidence that your inner knowing, your intuition was giving you hints like six months ago about something that's happening right now or something that you just made a decision about. So what that ends up doing is creating it's evidence of your connection and then you you get more confident in it and then you may start to kind of practice with it a little bit test it so you're like okay I just got this hit I just got this intuitive hit about this I'm just gonna do it I'm just gonna wait six months for more validation I'm just gonna do it yeah that that's the trust piece right and then, like, seeing how that turns out. I'd be, yeah. So I think, like, creating, showing yourself evidence. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Is extremely validating, I know, for me. Huge. Well, and it's do you want to, because you were sharing the dime story with. Um, oh, yeah. Like, yeah. So that wasn't an evidence journal, per se, but it was me documenting evidence. So after yeah. my dad passed, talked about in a previous episode how, like, he was, he came to me in my mind's eye, um right before he had passed and I wasn't there like in the hospital room I was um in a different province but I was on the phone and I could like see in my mind's eye what was going on mm-hmm. um so he came to me that way immediately but then after that in like the 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 weeks afterwards even like it was a full year it was almost a f- actually it was a calendar year it was probably about 13 months okay mm-hmm. yeah. um yeah. after he passed that I realized it was a a medium that I really, really realized and felt confident in it. But 13 months passed. Um, and in those 13 months, I kept finding dimes. Mm. Like inside my boots, um, behind pictures on the wall if I took them down. Um, in uh, Once we went for a walk on a, a frozen lake, okay? And mm. I was like a kilometer out on the lake. And I was wearing my dad's boots, Oh, which yeah. my mom um, gave to me after he passed. I think I told this story. They miraculously fit me, even though we don't have the same shoe size. Mm-hmm. Try to explain that one. Um, and I'm wearing his boots. And I thought about him, like, kind of like, I'm wearing your boots, Dad. I'm on an adventure. And I looked down. And there was a heart shape hole in the ice and a dime next to it. That is so... How is a dime? First of all, like, a heart shape hole. Okay, like, that's really random. Like, why is there a hole in the ice under like I look down to look at the boots and it's there and also why is there a dime there (laughs) right um but things kept happening over and over again and what what ended up happening I never felt any doubt about or apprehension about sharing I don't know why I just was like I need to share this um so I started sharing every time it would happen on my Facebook profile like on my personal Facebook and I take a picture of me like and I use a hashtag dad's dimes and every single time it would happen I'd share and um I knew that the spirit world liked the fact that I was sharing it was just a feeling and the more I shared the more it happened 
Um, Which I just think that's such a great example of, well, that's evidence for you, right? Yeah. Um, But also like when we talk about things and share with people, the more we, you know, create that openness, the more we create that connection. That's us taking action. Like that's showing the universe. That's first of all, you've made a decision. I'm going to share this. This is important to me for some reason. I feel compelled to share it. Mm -hmm. I've made the decision. I'm taking the action. Because opening up is an action word, right? So I'm doing something. I'm sharing it with somebody else. I'm not afraid of what somebody's going to say about it. I'm not afraid of judgment. I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to do it. It's almost like proof in a way for the spirit. Well, like this person's ready. Yeah. She's listening yeah. to what we are mm-hmm. saying, right? So um, I think a lot of it is that too. Because like I, we've talked before about, and like for me, I've, I've had like a handful of readings. Most of my readings, um, the people are like super duper ready to be there because they've signed up. So they're ready. They're open. Everything flows. Because the sitter is really the most important part of this um, three-way conversation. Would you agree? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And so I have had, like, even in the last couple of months, I've had somebody that, like, thought she was ready. Um, But then in the moment of being with me was, like, so overcome with, like, fear. So it wasn't, it wasn't nerves. Like, oh, I'm kind of nervous, excited to see what happens. It was like, I'm terrified. Um, And the messages didn't flow as well. Because the spirit world knows this person isn't ready. Like, we can't just give her all this because she's just it's it's going to overwhelm her it's going to scare her so um I I told the story of that reading actually and I I had offered to reschedule and and she was like you know what like I know like I feel like I'm supposed to be here so let like can we work through this together and I was like okay so like we did some like relaxation meditation kind of stuff I told her a bit more of my process so she was completely understanding everything that I was doing and what I was connecting to and my my boundaries with what I connect to. Um, and then something happened and it was like just the, the floodgates opened and everything came in very. Yeah. But that's an example of what might happen for a, an individual that thinks they're ready, mm-hmm. but there's still some sort of uh, underlying block, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which, which, yeah. yeah. So that's, that's when the person's like, I get some stuff, but then I, uh, like, it's just, it's not fully there. It's almost like you're in limbo a little bit, but I can promise. And I feel like Aaron can too. Like the moment that you like step on the other side of that and you're fully trusting, it's just like, yeah, it flows in. It flows. It's magic. Yeah. It's magic. Oh, it's, it's wild. When it's it just, wild. Like, and even we're like, everything. what just happened? Yeah. Like, did we just do that? Like, did that just happen? Right? Because it's something that it's not coming from us per se. It's coming through us. So yeah. we're like the channel for it. It's a, it's a very like indescribable kind of feeling. It's, it's getting to feel the, the love that's over there from people's loved ones and just the spirit, right? The universe, all, you makes get to me feel cry. all that love yeah. pouring in. And that is, beyond words There's beyond nothing. words beyond love that you can imagine i i once i'm like tearing up thinking about it i've had some instances where i like genuinely have felt like i got a really big hug from yes. that person's loved one i have too 
That actually, I had that happen yesterday with that person that I brought through about the hospice. Really? He, he was like very, I'm, I'm not going to like give details like uh, to identify the person. Nobody would know anyways, but he was very charismatic. And I was like, was he kind of like almost flirtatious, but like not, not like anybody would think yeah. like, oh, this guy's flirting with me, but like just a, so yeah. like warm and endearing and charismatic. And she's like, yeah, that was him. And I was like, it's, you know, he's kind of like, I'm hearing like, honey and sweetie and all these things from him like he was just so um happy that I was doing this for him and he was so sweet to me and I was just like oh my god he's just I just I just want to cry but then a big thing for me is when animals come through I I cry almost every time an animal comes through an animal came through in that reading and um it's well a living animal um so the loved one brought through talking about the living animal and what the living, some things that the the animal like does and how it behaves, like even to the, even specific enough to say like that dog sleeps on his side of the bed and lays his head on his pillow. And she's like, yes, he does. Oh my God. And I was like, I just can't, I'm going to lose it. I'm going to cry. I think I felt like I was going to ball my head off because that dog like the, the her loved one in spirit made me feel how much that dog loves her and like she is oh that dog's God. whole life purpose and I'm like I can't handle this like amount of love I'm going to lose it like that's the whole dog's life true. purpose is her and I'm like this is just beyond like I'm yeah. like tearing right now I'm talking about it it's but that's and that's what it what it's about like that's, that's what, what it's about is, is about right it's it's connection it's connection so and it's love connection. and it's showing that you're loved and you're cherished and you're valued and you're just adored by the universe. Yeah. And yeah. and I think the reason we're so passionate about this and sharing this message is like I want I don't want to hold this for myself. I want everybody to have this. I want yeah. everybody to feel what I feel like when I connect to people in That's spirit. That's exactly it. That's it. I want that imagine that joy and that like Imagine though if everybody did, how different life would be. Because yeah. the root of like all negative things in this world is like not feeling loved, not feeling like you belong, mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. feeling like you have a purpose. Yeah. And if you could tap into the energy of spirit, you would realize that none of those things are true and you would be so empowered. so empowered just to move forward just to move with it yeah like when you said the motion of the ocean it made me laugh but I'm like that's it it's like just going with the flow it's like life is not going to be all smooth sailing because what would be the purpose of life yeah it's easier to jump in the pool than it is to get out yes (laughs) yeah you're right (laughs) Yeah, I don't know, because sometimes it's hard to get in because it's really cold. Sometimes it is hard to get in, yeah. <laughs> But, yeah. That's <laughs> um, true. Yeah, so, that's like, true. those things, like we said, um, talking about it. So that's, like, for the example with my me sharing my dimes, right? That's, like, kind of just opening the dialogue. Yeah. Um, learning. So, like, maybe, like, listening to things like this, reading books, um, yes. watching certain kind of documentaries or whatever because you're interested so way to learn right expand your expand your uh it's it's a way to like open your mind yeah awareness yeah open that door a bit yeah and uh 
I had um, something else, so now I just forgot about it, but keep going. Maybe it'll come no, I was going to say another thing we talked about was finding like-minded people. This is something I hear from a lot of people. It's actually the underlying reason why I changed my my business name from like my name to the intuitive rising and that's because i um want to create a community like eventually i'm getting there um for people that like are like that just are interested in this or feel called to this and just don't understand it or need guidance or um the power of like like-minded people coming together in a group is just like unbelievable so i want more of that too like i want a safe yeah. space for people to go where um they can just kind of like learn the basics yeah. um and not yeah. become overwhelmed because yeah. if, if you like if you if your perception of like somebody that like does this work is like has to do yoga and like burn sage and burn um what's the other one uh incense Incense. and like wear these big like beads and have all these crystals and everything like those things are wonderful if that's who you are but you if that's not who you are you don't have to do any of those things to be spiritual or no you don't have to change yourself you don't have to change anything about yourself no you just have to be yourself that's it (laughs) yeah you're going to connect with the people that need to connect with you. That's that's it. And you know what? Tapping into your inner knowing is you giving yourself permission to be yourself. Because a lot of things fall away when you learn mm-hmm. to connect to your intuition and to trust it. You take off the mask. There is no facade anymore. There's no point to it. Mm, do, you, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, there's just yeah. no point. It's like, I'm not forcing anything with anybody. No. Uh, I, I feel like for the most part, I can get along with just about anybody, but there are people that just, I'm just kind of like, mm, you know, like maybe not. And I am, do not anymore judge myself for that. Cause I used to judge myself and I'm like, why am I being such a B? You know, like, why don't I like that person? They didn't do anything to me. Um, and I would certainly be nice and civil and polite, but I don't have to invite them to my house. No. And learning that, that that was okay. And that's probably like my own intuition protecting me from something. Yeah. Right? Uh, Absolutely. Right? The facade fell off. That's why I say I'm a people pleaser in recovery. I don't, a people pleaser is when you feel like I must do this for someone. Like there's, there's something wrapped up in it, like my sense of worth or, um, self-love or anything like that is tied up in what you can do for other people and then when you can't do it it's like maybe I'm not worthy maybe I'm not lovable because if I can't do all these things and make all these people happy then who am I right so a lot of this work can be like uncovered it's it's sometimes it can be challenging and difficult uncomfortable and it's yeah because you're seeing through all your own potentially you're seeing through all your own bs yeah, you're pulling back all the layers, you know. And you're like, oh, my God. Not your fault. I am my own worst of... enemy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, I have been my own worst. And that's a hard pill to swallow, I'll tell you. Yeah. When yeah. we talk about people pleasing, when I, like, oh. really clued in that I was a people pleaser, and actually when I learned that people pleasing is a form of manipulation, I felt like I wanted to cry. It was, yeah. like hard it was traumatic I'm like are you serious because for me I was conditioned and I think a lot of us like I don't want to stereotype but I feel like 
a lot of women in our society have been conditioned to be more of that people pleaser, right? Like the woman yes. who stands her mind and who speaks her behind. right. This the the women who like say absolutely not and are powerful and you know like will not back down. Mm-hmm. Who are what are they? They're like be they're bees, right? Like people are like, oh, she's such a why? Yeah. <laughs> why is she? Because she knows what she wants. Like why is that so? I said that, yeah. Well, well, yeah. Why does that bother you so much? Um, yeah, but like once you like see through it and you're like, oh, so um, there's actually like a, something underneath here. Like I am so freely giving of everything yeah. because I want somebody to see me like I see other people. I want somebody else to be like that caring and giving to me. Yes. But you know what? That person yeah. is a different person and they might not be capable of being you. It doesn't mean that you should like not be respected and cared for by other people, but not everybody is going to like love the same way that you love. Not everybody's for you. Right? I know. I'm just it's learning like- that. And I was like, because of this person that had said this to me was like, you can't expect you from everybody else. And I was like, holy crap. You're right, right? Because right. then you get it's true. Yeah. you build up some resentments because you're like, well, I did all this and like I feel like I didn't get anything back. And it's like probably there's some boundaries that need to be happening here with me and with the other person. Yeah. But also like I can't really fault the person because they're just being themselves and I didn't ever tell them that I wasn't okay with it. <laughs> right? It's like true. so many misunderstandings and yeah. things stem from people just not being real with each other you hit the nail on the head amy it's true it's, it's true, true. it is so let's move to number three we talked about I forgot there was a number yeah three. and then then we're gonna do the draw um i'm so excited so number three was just about building on all of that yeah keep, just keep consistent with it continue consistent be really intentional. Yeah. Be, find yeah. what works for you. No judgments. Nope. What is it that makes you get feel in your Zen space? Is yes. it cooking? What raises your vibration? What What is it? Is it dancing? Is it cooking? Is it singing? Is it meditation? Is it going for a drive? Anything goes. What is Anything. it? Anything. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. And then like just practicing and being intentional about it. Mm-hmm. remember yeah. and indecision keeps you in limbo so like just making the decision doing the practice and then rinse wash and repeat yeah over and over over and over again practice if you want to develop your own if you want to do something similar to amy and i practice with like friends that's what i had with, to do you know, i practiced for like i don't know four or five months um doing practice yeah. readings for and like my uh, my facebook page that i have now is like my original my og uh facebook page for my business and um i created it when i started to feel like i could do this and i liked um like or sorry i uh, people that were friends and family started to like it and follow it and then i was just like hey i have some time today does anybody want a reading and i just did that for months until I felt like, okay, yeah, I'm confident that if somebody books a session with me that I can deliver. Mm -hmm. I was, Mm -hmm. I was just as good in the beginning as I was when I started to take on clients. The only difference was (laughs) that I learned to trust myself and I felt confident. 
So it's, it, yeah, yeah, it's exactly true. That's very same. That's the same for me. That's yeah. Right. So like, don't also don't judge yourself or think like there has to be a certain amount of time. No, I do I think it's important to like have a good grasp on the ethical side. Yes, so because yeah. of that, it might be important for you to like read or take a course if you feel called to take a course with somebody that teaches that kind of stuff because it's important that we we talk to real life mediums right so we don't base everything on like social media like we talked about uh the long island medium like where you might go oh maybe it's okay to do that right whereas most working mediums like i would say like 90 percent of them would say like no we do not do that and they would teach you that Right. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. The importance of ethics, but that's you know boundaries with with spirit, with people. Um, uh, just, you know, knowing, making sure that they're they understand your your process and how you work. Yeah. Um, they understand the messages that are coming through. That you make room for maybe questions or anything yep. that they need clarification on. You create um, a safe space. You create a safe space. That's. You like, what would you sort of like to see for yourself? What would you need? Yeah. You know, what would you need to, if this was your very first reading or, you know, if it was your first reading with a medium, what did that medium do to make you feel so supported and safe? Mm-hmm. Exactly. And trust. Yeah. Yeah. I always say in the beginning of a reading, like I quickly explain my beliefs about energy and how you can explain mediumship because everything's energy. Therefore the energy of that person remains because energy cannot die. Um, and so I kind of explain that it's nothing like spooky or anything. I'm literally just like, um, connecting to energy. I'm just the energy sensitive person. It just is. Um, and so that's kind of takes some of the spook out. And then I always say, um, you know, I just, I want you to know that this is a safe, judgment free, completely confidential, Mm -hmm zone and that um nothing will be shared outside of this reading unless i ask and you give me permission otherwise no um and i think that helps too because sometimes some like private stuff can come through but if it does it's because the person is is right like needs to hear it and is open to to it yeah yeah exactly exactly and i trust in that i trust if something comes through that it's meant to come through and the person will be okay with it and if it does and if it does I'll, I'll often go like so something about um health is coming through are you okay with hearing about this and then I also preface by saying um and just so you know I never connect with um health in terms of like a warning or anything like that it's more like something in your body that you're probably already aware of and it's to validate it right so something like that came recently and I said um I see like the like a body shape and the stomach is like lit up so it makes me feel like a lot of churning and stress and like that's where I keep stress like this is what was coming through and I said so do you keep stress in your belly or do you have like you know an upset stomach and she's like a hundred percent but it's stuff like that will come through to yeah. validate yeah. um but nothing like oh I think you will die or in two years like or oh, you're yeah, sick yeah, or yeah, no yeah. nothing yeah. like that would ever yeah. ever come through um yeah. okay are we ready to draw? Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. So I am going to take um, a oh, video of open this open. so that I can post it on our um, social medias. Yeah, on our social media so that you can see um, how we went about this. So, oopsie. I have the spreadsheet open. Yeah. So we've got just really quickly so I can keep people's um, confidentiality. There's a spreadsheet here. 
um, oops, there's a spreadsheet here with everybody's name. So there's 77 entries. 77 uh and then seven seven what a magical number i know and then here we put one to 77 so we're going to generate an automatic number i'm going to do this on the video and then we'll see whose name corresponds to that number Woo! okay we got 31 31 who's 31 aaron oh i've got it let's take it marguerite marguerite eight, eight. You have won a reading with Aaron and I next Friday. Next Friday. Amazing. Yeah, so, so Marguerite, we will post we'll that and tag you and all those things. Um, so, yeah. So next Friday's episode, episode 11, we will be doing a live reading with Marguerite. That is so cool. So that's, so exciting. that's actually really great, right? Because that's a good chance for... Even the live readings that we do, it's a good chance for people to sort of like see how we give readings and, yeah. and what what it's like. What right? it's like. Yeah. 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 <sighs> oh, I'm so excited. Awesome this episode. So episode. excited for you, Marguerite. Um, and I, yeah, we hope you have a good week. Remember, awesome. you know, ask for help this week if you need it. Prioritize, it lessen your load. Um, uh, you know, um, yeah, rest if you need it. Feels like kind of a downtime week. Yes. Yeah. 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 We'll see you next week. Bye. 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 If you like what you're hearing, don't forget to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcast and tune in each week as we dish on all things spiritual.